Hi guys, it's been a very long time. <laughs> I've had I've had to like um, stay late from recording just to understand myself. You know, I took some time off to unwind and to deal with some issues, you know. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. So, Okay. I feel like talking and I feel like sharing my thoughts with you guys. I hope you guys are up for it. Welcome to Talk Space. I am your host, Wagbells. I'm here today to talk about something that interests everyone. Everyone, yeah, everybody. And it's something on relationship. Titles Eight Dates. Mm, yeah, Eight Dates. We're going to understand that very soon. So, these are essential conversations for a lifetime of love. So, um, in this way, I'm hoping that you'll be able to learn the true definition of commitment and trust. You know, you also learn why conflicts are essential and how to manage them. Um, we also learn keeping the flame of passion a light against life's oil and how to balance work and love and lastly reinforcing the bond through shared dreams and rituals yeah so um i really hope that we at least learn one or two even if we don't get to learn everything so i got inspired to talk about this because i read a book by Dr. John Gotham, or sorry, that's Dr. John Gottman and his wife, Dr. Julie Gottman, titled Kate And in this book, I mean, the authors present a practical guide for couples to improve their relationships through eight crucial conversations. Yeah. Each day addresses a specific aspect of a healthy relationship, including trust, Sex, money, conflict, adventure, spirituality, and even more. Yeah. So the book emphasizes the importance of open communication and understanding in maintaining a strong and lasting bond with your partner. So through these eight dates, couples can deepen their connections and build a more fulfilling and loving relationship. Right. So I'm here to like kind of think, you know, talk talk on my opinions on this. Um, points and also to kind of quickly summarize the group right so the essential aspect of maintaining the long-lasting and fulfilling relationships are um is what i'm going to be addressing like i said so here's a brief summary of each key point yeah so there's a science to long-lasting relationship that's one so the success or rather, a successful relationship is not just based on love, but can be understood and improved through scientific research and effective communication. I know when you hear scientific research, you're like, what is science doing in a relationship? But absolutely, like, just picture this. Every successful relationship is like a thrilling mystery waiting to be solved, right? When you go on it, you're like wondering, 
what's gonna happen, how's it gonna end, you know. So, what I'm going to be talking about is how to unlock the secret. It's not going to be like to the letter, you know, what I'm going to say. <laughs> it's not like it's gonna happen exactly how I'm talking about it, no. Just forget the notion of love being just a random stroke of luck. Hmm? I'm talking about the hidden signs behind um, enduring relationship. Like, imagine stepping into a fascinating world where relationships aren't mere chance, like chances or chance encounters, but intricate puzzles with specific patterns and principle. Like, you and your partner becomes the detective. Armed with the tools to decode and understand the mystery of love, right? So, um, communication style is one of them. So, the communication technique that can help couple connect and understand each other better, you know, is the importance of active listening, you know, empathy and ex expressing emotions in a healthy way when you listen to you know how communication works is i speak to you i say something right and you don't just hear me but you understand what i'm talking about where i'm why i'm saying what i'm saying right how i'm saying what i'm saying and how i feel about what i'm saying that's you listening because if you're just hearing me, it's between hearing and listening. I can just say something and you hear, yeah, you hear the words. But like you listening, it's like on this, you're listening because you want to understand what this person is saying, what this person is saying. So, and then the next one is empathy. Right? Empathy is a style of communication. You know, how if this person is happy, you understand why the person is happy. It's still part of communication. So you respond accordingly. The person is sad, you understand why the person is sad, and you respond accordingly. Hmm? It's not like when I'm I, I'm feeling very sensitive about my dog dying and you're just expecting me to just be ready to have sex <laughs> or go for a party, you know. So, yeah. And also the last style of communication is expressing emotions in a healthy way. You know, knowing how to express your emotions is very important not just happiness it's not just sadness it's also fear there's also fear right learning how to express your emotions letting your partner know in the way that they understand right how you feel about certain things not just expecting them to understand it just like that it doesn't work that way even if it works the way that way I mean, your partner is not a psychic. He's not always going to get it. Yeah. So, the next science. Yeah, the other aspect of science behind it is emotional intelligence. Understanding and managing emotions plays a crucial role in relationship. The science focuses on developing emotional intelligence to handle conflict constructively and maintaining emotional intimacy. Right. So like the science that we're talking about here focuses on developing emotional intelligence. You have to be um emotionally intelligent a lot with your partner. 
you need to be alert at all times when you have your conflict you have to um it's not just conflict when you handle anything at all that's really your partner you just always have to be alert and sensitive to the happenings around your partner you know put yourself in the person's shoes because if you love someone it's like the person it's like you're leaving the person's body oh yes you have your own body but because you you oh, you like this person you should always like put yourself in the person's space and imagine how you'd feel certain things happen to you and you know try and give the person make the person feel better right try and communicate your emotions with the person right and see if it's working don't do that's just a mistake people even make like you don't treat me like you treat other people or like like you have experience with other people everybody's unique right so check am i responding well to your kind of empathy or rather to the emotions you're showing to me is this is it working if it's not try another aspect if it's if you cannot try if you try out the other aspect that you're aware of or that's you that's within your knowledge and it's not still working you could ask the person how would you want me to be there for you sometimes silence even help sometimes there are times in my life where i go through um some kind of um experience or stage in my life where what ha- works for me is just silence you can tell me you're sorry you can tell me oh babe i feel like I mean, I feel for you. I'm so sorry. I wish I could be there or I wish I could do more. I wish I could take this pain away from you. I wish I could stop making you feel bad. I say your words. What's you give me my space? And there are times that I'll feel bad. I mean, I feel, I feel sad or, you know, unfortunate. And I don't want to be alone. Just, you see? So if I can, if one human being can't <laughs> feel, um, in a bad situation can feel bad i want to be alone and in, in another situation i can feel bad and i still want company then why do you think that my why do you think that um your response to people's emotions should be common you should be simply similar to someone else's oh the mistake people make a lot of the time is to come they don't know unconsciously or consciously we project another person i mean we project um our previous relationship in our new relationship and then when it spells we try to look for what to play because you feel like it works for you it works for your previous relationship or it works for this other person and you expect it to work for this person no that's when you try to get to know someone if you're trying to get to know someone for real for real you'd understand that emotions are to be expressed particularly for this particular person because the person is unique and the situation as well you have to also take cognizance of the situation right and also the person and then check the person's response as well so yeah that is it moving on to the third one positive interactions yeah so like here successful couples have a higher ratio of positive interactions compared to negative ones these positive reactions or rather interactions create a foundation of trust love and emotional security so what this is about is you need to understand how trust how sorry how to interact with your partner right 
So people complain that their partners don't tell them certain things. Some are even conscious, like they know, they're like, ah, no, he won't tell me. I know him, he won't tell me. He doesn't tell me those kind of things. He hides his emotion. I don't even know he's feeling this bad. How come he told this other person and didn't tell me? It's because you don't know how to handle the person's, um, person doesn't trust you enough to handle their emotions or their, um, situations or emotion, whatever some people their partner tries to tell them hey this is your friend i don't like this your friend and the next thing you're going like why would you like my friend do i complain about your friend you know do i tell you who to be friends with why why do you think you can tell me you know who who i should be friends with why do you want to choose my friends you want to control my life that's not a positive reaction that's a, not a positive interaction and this kind of situations in your partner's head will keep playing so when there's time for when there's time for you to tell the person certain things you always think on the person's reaction and you just want to avoid you rather start to hide things from the person and then you don't build trust when you start to hide things from your partner like mm -mm, how do you build trust from that you don't you can't be trust love emotional security none of that you can't because you have to invest first for you build so which means i have to tell you stop you need to handle it well for me to come back and tell you stop again yeah so the next one is building trust yeah this size expose how commitment and consistent positive actions build trust and strength right in your relationship or between between these partners like Commitment and consistent positive actions build trust and strengthen the bond between partners. Just uh, like what I talked about about positive reactions. When you react well towards me, I'll feel very comfortable. I feel like I'll be I'll feel emotionally secure to tell you certain things. So we can build bonds. When I tell you deep things about me and guy, I know you I trust that you can handle it. That's how you build bonds. That's how we build, you know, our secrets. I tell you anything. You got my back. You're my G. <laughs> you know, a lot of people invest positive energies with their friends outside than their with their partners. They would rather build his um, division with their partners. They'd rather choose what they tell their partners because they're not with the right partner. They're not. The partner cannot handle them. They cannot handle what they hear. They don't really know. Get to, and that's why a lot of people have partners that don't even know them. As a, if people have partners, you know, in your relationship, they don't have a bond. They don't have something in common, right? And most times, that's the problem we have with a lot of relationships that don't end up in marriage. It starts with this kind of thing. When the fact that this is on for five years does not mean you guys have a bond. It does not mean that you guys trust each other or love each other or, right? And that's why somewhere, somewhere in my head, I always feel like if a relationship is not going to get anywhere, there's always a sign. And this is a sign. Bond cannot be forced. So if, if there's not bond in a relationship, it's something that you should know. It should be a thing of concern because you're really interested in the guy, right? And you love yourself. You tell yourself the truth and know that this person doesn't really feel safe with me. He's not comfortable. He doesn't tell me stuff. You don't force it to know. You try to, I'm sure, yeah, in the beginning of the relationship, you try to talk about it. And in the long run, if it doesn't change, don't think that the person is comfortable with that. Don't think so. The person probably has someone that he has a bond, he has a bond with. 
or she has a problem right and then he tells stuff to her and stuff like that so even if you end up marrying this kind of person just know that even in marriage Bessie might not even tell you something and of course that would start to build um, division in the home because his mind is with it. your partner might be with you and her mind is somewhere else or his mind is somewhere else or rather there's no communication there's no deep talk there's no there's no conversation at all because you guys don't have anything to talk about other than the physical and how many times you want to talk about the plate is in the kitchen the food is ready food stuff children is crying like some people say it's even when they have children they start to talk they have conversations or they have relationship with their husband because they get to talk about kids and then you just find out that you guys don't have any you know love in the relationship i mean i see some partners that just doesn't even know how to call their partner love names or kiss their partner look their partner in the eyes like damn i don't know how people cope with that but i think this actually starts from the from building trust right you have to build the trust outside of relationship and if you're in a relationship with someone that you feel like doesn't trust you or doesn't tell you stuff it's a sign for you to go and look for someone that feels, feels comfortable with you and trust you that's where i'm going to leave its place let's go to the next one conflict management contrary to popular belief conflict is not inherently bad for relationship <laughs> so um I'm, I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about many, many um, managing conflicts productively, right? Because managing part, um, conflict productively can lead to growth and understanding between partners. You have issues with your partners and issues, see, conflict is not fight. Conflict is not one big drama, like, oh, this person cheated on me. Uh, no, that's not conflict. Conflict is destructive, like, logical issues critical issues that affects you as a person and in turn affects the relationship. It could be disagreements in business, disagreements in choices, decision making, relocation problem, right? Conflict is when we have opposing views, right? You think we should go right and I feel we should go left. Now, Conflict is necessary. Why is conflict necessary? So that we can dialogue, understand our point of view, build it together, then decide where to go from there. You will understand why I want A, and you, the other person, will understand why you want B. Right? That's how it is. And then, when you start to have this kind of conversation, you get comfortable. And when other similar, it must even be similar, any kind of conflict arises. Because of the way this, because of this conflict that you guys have tried to manage, because of the issues you guys have dialogued on, you can just easily picture what your partner would say. You can predict. You can, you can imagine what your partner's opinion would be on certain situations or certain, you know, right? And this thing makes you. That's why you hear some partners say, oh, "I know my wife. She's not going to say yes." Or, oh, "I know my wife. She doesn't want to go out." That's why you get to hear those kind of things. Not the one that you're not sure. They just. You just don't know your partner. You don't know what person is capable of. You don't know what the person expects. I know. Your conflict, yes. Yes. It's not inherently bad for a relationship. It's actually good. It makes you know the person, your partner's point of view. Yeah, you can predict their point of view. It helps you communicate. It builds conversation. It makes you have something to... Sometimes this conflict even makes the relationship interesting because... <laughs> 
it can just keep you guys talking and talking as long as it's healthy you keep it healthy and you talk to your partner you make your partner understand that guy this is just this is just a dialogue and not no, nobody needs to be right nobody has to be right nobody has to be. it's not if they are right your wrong thing two of you are adults two of you have point of views two of you have reasons why you want to do it all you just need to do is to hear each other out and you know keep dialoguing 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 and then you just find the common ground well let's move on next is friendship and intimacy yeah strong relationships are often rooted in a deep friendship and emotional connection right so here i'm i mean i'm going to talk about the importance of maintaining intimacy and passion in long-term partnership kissing is very good sex is oh my god very important in a relationship right? and you can enjoy all that intimacy right when you have friendship when you can you can just be in a space with your partner and then you guys can just have build games common goals you know share your love interests your social interests you know let's always try to invest in building friendship it shouldn't get boring I know that at times like, your partner might not feel like talking. You know, life happens to everybody. You might be in a good mood and unfortunately your partner is in a bad mood or is just in a foul mood. She just doesn't want to talk. It's all blue. Yeah. The other things you guys can do. Always find out what you can do to spice up your relationship. Just don't get comfortable, you know, with just doing nothing or just try to invest in beauty trying out new things in your relationship and of course in your sex life make sure it is spicy make sure your partner understands how you like sex because i noticed that you know ladies in the ladies less than okay let's just say less than 25 usually just enjoys any type of sex but ladies above 25 tilting towards 28 upwards we don't like to waste sex right so we the much we like sex to mean something we like meaningful sex i mean if i'm not getting anything then why waste my body count nigga you know move so a lot of the time guys just <laughs> okay it's supposed to be for everybody not just girls <laughs> but well <laughs> i think i'm stick with girls because like guys you just understand and i think it's the same thing for guys because like guys over 28 have more problems to face they have a lot of things to fix i mean responsible guys though, because when you're thinking of making money and you're going to stress you're going to work you really have time to do all these gymnastic kind of sex right as a guy you wanna you know just get get to it you know get the others in and then fuck me and you know just go off right so that's the same way it is for girls above 28 right we want meaningful sex we want to have we want to squirt we want to come we don't want to just satisfy you no more no that's not we're past those if you want just satisfaction says fam just you young young girls that have the strength and that they want to please you we also want to please you yeah but we want to enjoy it we understand our body at the stage and all some people are even trying to discover their body because I mean, when you're at this age, you can watch certain movies. You write, and very when you can watch, of course, PG movies. 
when you can watch pg movie it means you can see so many things and you wish you can that you wish you can have so why would you want to just be wasting sex if you're not getting those emotions that you fantasize about then why do you want to endure, indulge into that i mean in you know sex like that that's how it is in our heads a lot of us that know ourselves so please we want that <laughs> this is <laughs> a public announcement right Please, guys, if you're speaking to girls around in the of words, don't give us messy sex. Don't come up to us with, oh, I've made someone sweat before. Forget that history. Get to know my body, okay? All right? Understand, where to, understand that you're coming in to give me a good, lasting impression. So that when you're going, we know that I gave something I gained from this. <laughs> Can I just move on from this topic? <laughs> All right, so last... Um, last one is share goals and dreams yeah partners will support and work towards each other's dreams create a sense of mutual purpose and fulfillment in their relationship yeah i mean needless to say that when you marry a when you okay let's not talk about marriage now when you're with someone that you understand their dreams and passions and goals there's always gonna be something to talk about there's always going to be something to talk about. You're always going to inspire them. They'll always need you in your life. And when you inspire them to be and they get to the place that they need to get to or they want to get to in your life, of course, they'll never forget you. Yeah, they'll never forget because like you supported them, you encouraged them, you know their dreams. You can even have conversation about their dreams. You can even, you know, read or research or when you see any opportunity that favors the person, you know that you might, you can tell the person about, you can follow up, you easily follow up on the person. It's not, some people have a relationship with their partners that don't support them. Like for instance, you're dating a guy in government and he's running for a campaign and you have never campaigned for him. Like how... How would this guy feel like you are there for him? Like how? You don't even know the party he's in. You have never campaigned for him. You don't even know why he wants to join politics. You don't even know what he's campaigning, who's campaigning for. It's just an example, guys. So, you know, what I'm trying to say, Shaq, is always know your partner's goals and dreams so that you can help support the person and help the person work towards you know achieving each other's dreams and of course creating a sense of mutual purpose and fulfillment as partners it's good for you to have goals in life if it's going to be every month every year at least you guys have you guys know where your milestone you know you you know what you got what you want to achieve each year so that you can easily celebrate your partner's wings you know there's some wings that are not so big that you say oh my god i did this i did that but there's some little little wings that the person will want to celebrate and because you're in the cackle so you know you know you can remind the person and encourage the person that hey, this is actually a um an achievement you know it is what celebrating baby you can do it with the partner and this kind of things that's how you build bonds you build, and the person is with whoever you know, Right? If the person is with whoever, the person will always remember that you supported their dreams. You celebrated with them. You, you know, there's some achievements that we don't even remember or recognize, right? So, um, so your partners can, you know, help remind you, you know, encourage you and stuff like that. Yeah. So, come to the end. Come to the end of the podcast. Yes, I like. I hope you enjoyed it. Right. I hope that we enjoyed today's topic. I hope that all.
Plus, why not waste? 